0: This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano, session number two. Today, I'm going to help a younger engineer get on his path to his dream job and hopefully help you do the same in the process. Let's do it. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now, for your host, who was on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Fasano, your engineering career coach. And I welcome you to session number two of the Engineering Career Coach podcast. And today, I'm going to help a younger engineer to get on the path to his dream job. And this is a topic that I love, I'm passionate about. I want to inspire as many engineers as possible to have a dream career, their dream career. And that's why I'm really excited for today's show. Uh, My whole philosophy, and I'll say it a couple times through the show, is that if you're going to work in your career for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it better be absolutely something that you're passionate about and that you absolutely love. And that's what we're going to get our younger engineer who's going to join us in a few minutes to, to get him on the track, to do that. And hopefully, in the process, thousands of engineers out there are listening to the show. And I want to say before we get into our quote, I usually start the show with a quote, which I'll do in a moment. And then it, we have our coaching session. And then at the end of the show, I will give you a career changing tip every show because I believe that you're taking the time to listen to my podcast, which I very much appreciate. I want to make it career and life changing for you. So, the career changing tip today will change your career and will change your life. It will give you an aha moment if you follow the advice at the end of the show. So please hang with us for that. And also, I want to let everyone know out there, you can get to our website, engineeringcareercoach.com, click on the podcast tab, and get all of our shows, our show notes. Also, if you click on free gift, you can put your email address in, and I will send you the three top resources that I use to become a partner in a reputable engineering firm at the age of 27. I'll give you each resource and a description of it, so please take advantage of that. All right, so with that, let's jump right into our motivational moment, and I'll give you the quote that I've selected for today's show. Motivational moment. Motivational moment. The quote that I've chosen for today's show is from the late, great Steve Jobs, and the quote goes like this, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. I think that's a very powerful quote, and I think it fits perfect for today with our coaching session, with our topic of trying to find your dream job, trying to achieve passion in your career, passion on a daily basis. And Steve Jobs was someone that we can all look up to for that, and he said it the best there in that quote. And and I've worked with hundreds of engineers in the last few years, and if there's one thing I can tell all of you out there, Is that you've got to find your passion in your engineering career. Whatever you end up doing, whether it's design engineering, whether you're in the field, whether you end up not even doing engineering, you have to find what you love. And that's what I hope to help thousands of engineers do through this podcast. And we'll continue to do it one engineer at a time or to the groups through the audio, through the website, through everything else. I believe that we can all achieve an extraordinary engineering career if we develop our skills, set clear goals. And then achieve them. So, with that, let's jump into our coaching session and then hang around with us for our career changing tip at the end of the show.
1: It's go time.
0: All right, now for our coaching portion of the show. And today's guest is David from Florida. David is almost finished with a five year uh, dual program in mechanical and aerospace engineering, he's in Florida. And his application was interesting to me. What he his challenge was or his goal was to seek a dream job within a dream company. And that kind of really struck a chord for me because one of the things that I focus on um, through my Institute for Engineering Career Development with all of our members is trying to help them to achieve their dream jobs as engineers. I mean, my whole philosophy on your career is, you know, you're going to go through this career for how many years in your life? You want to make sure that you're doing what you love to do. In this quote-unquote dream job, um, as as much as possible. So while David is a student, and we're talking about it for him early in his career, those of you out there at any age, um, I think you'll be able to take something out of this as far as you know how do you get that dream job? And I'm going to talk about that a lot here as we get into it with David. So, welcome in, David. How you doing here? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great, it's good to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Oh, I appreciate the the application, and, and this is a very interesting topic to me. So, David, why don't you go into this a little bit more and elaborate on it for for the listeners and for me, so I can understand really what you're what you're looking to accomplish here.
1: Sure. Okay. So, um, for a few years now, I had a dream job in the private space spec uh, the private space sector. Uh, I landed my first internship there last fall, and I just completed another internship in the summer. I Been recommended for uh, full time in my current department, but my current department is more of a production role. Uh, It's not really along the lines of what I've been practicing in school or really along the lines of what the kind of experience that I want. But that being said, I did love the job. I loved going to work every day. um, And it was still a very, you know, enticing offer. That being said, I I do want to move into a more um mechanical-minded, hands-on, technical role, and um, I'm just, you know, I'm wondering what are the first steps I can do to kind of get there.
0: Okay, all right. Let's back up for a minute now. When you said, you know, you had your dream job. When you say dream job, how how, how do you define that?
1: For now, um, coming out of college, I want to get my my idea of a dream job is um, getting the kind of experience I want at a company that I'm really passionate about, an industry that I'm very passionate about, that will kind of make me and an all-around engineer. So kind of will, will complete what I want experience-wise to make sure that I'm the most adequate leader a little later on down the line.
0: Okay, great. So what you're looking to do is you're looking to get a job in a field that you're passionate about with a company that is kind of in alignment with yourself, your goals, you like the company, and obviously in the industry that you want. Exactly. Um, and it's got to be a position too that offers some long-term growth with skill building and leadership building, etc. cetera. Correct. All right, so take me now a little bit into, again, this idea of your specific situation with you're in a role in production and you want to be in in what other role now? Explain this to me.
1: So uh, in my role in production, I've been doing more industrial engineering and process engineering um, kind of stuff, but I want to be in a more mechanical role where I'm doing some analysis on components, maybe Doing some sort of like building of actual parts, some manufacturing, um, r- really hands-on technical stuff, where I'm using uh, all the the fundamental skills I've been learning in my mechanical and and aerospace courses.
0: Okay, so you want to get you know a lot of that technical experience early exactly. on, okay, r- which is great. I mean, which is the way, definitely the way to do it. So now your dilemma is, if you wanted to, when you graduate, you could walk right into this production role, correct. But now you want to. F- you want to get into this technical role at the same company, correct yes now have you how's your relationship with this company? You've worked there for what two couple summers or
1: yeah, so I worked there for um i want to say eight months total and um my my relationship with my manager is absolutely great. um I've actually t- already talked to him about this, and he's he's backing me up uh, you know i'm I'm going to work with him and and the HR department to try to set up some interviews in other in other places within the company that would more fit my style. So I like that. I'm I'm really getting the support there um, for sure. the uh, The big thing is I'm not exactly sure how qualified I am for the more technical places because I've been working in production pretty much for all my internship experiences.
0: All right. So one of the challenges here is that. You, like I'm sure a lot of students that are coming out of school right now that haven't been able to get internships in a certain field. However, you've kind of identified that mechanical technical field as a way to get you going on your dream career path. Correct. Right. And now you're worried about getting that because you don't have the experience in that field. Okay. So the good thing here and the very positive thing for you that a lot of other recent grads probably can not say is that you did have internship experience and you did have it with this company specifically. Um, and you obviously have a great relationship with them. So um, so that's one of the things that you're going to obviously leverage and lean on here in this situation. The What I would tell you to do is, and this is for everyone out there who tries to get a job where you don't necessarily have experience in that field, is you have to try to l- think about what you do have that's related to that field or that might be helpful for you in that field, all right? So, if I was in your position, David, I would I would sit down with my supervisor and say, listen, I'd make a list first before I sat down with him and list out everything that you've accomplished or that you've worked on in the last few summers with this company. And I would also list out different things you've done at school, like senior projects or different kinds of projects and different kinds of things that you've learned. And then I would say to the, the supervisor, you know, based on his knowledge, you know, what of these skills do you think will be applicable in the mechanical, the technical side of this job, and try to come up with a few of them. And then I would take those skills, and I would, you know, when you if you have an interview with the mechanical part of the company or the mechanical division or the HR department, and I would try to bring those skills to the forefront. And not so much focus on the production that you've done, but focused on what you've learned through the production that's going to apply to the mechanical side of things. Does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah. 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 It does.
0: Absolutely. All right. So that's, that's and that goes for anyone out there listening. I know there's a lot of recent graduates that have said, oh, I haven't been able to get an internship in college. So how do I go to a company and um and get that out there? And the way you do that is you try to package yourself and show the value that you can bring to that industry. Um, even though you haven't been in that industry specifically and and David has a little bit of a leg up here because he has a contact, he's in the company already. So he's got a big leg up. Um, but, but you know, that's one of the main things that I think, you know, you should try to to do David. And that's something that, listen, if it doesn't work out with this company, with the mechanical side of it, and you still want to go down that road with another company, it's the same approach. Yeah. You know, you take the experience you take and you, and you try to translate that into their world okay all right so so that's kind of in your specific situation um but you also had another question that you had in your application um about you know working for a company with goals talk to me about that a little bit
1: i'm i'm coming out of college and i really did enjoy the my data j job at this at this company um it wasn't the exact role that i would ideally want but I still love going to work every day. I still have the time of my life. I still really enjoy where the company is going and what they're doing. But is it better to accept a job where I'm not getting my ideal experience, but I'm still loving the the day-to-day and I'm happy with the mission of the company? Or is it better to try to look elsewhere for the kind of experience that I want uh, at a place where maybe I'm not as passionate about?
0: All right, so this is a great question, and this is where we really get into the whole discussion of your dream job, and you know what you sacrifice for it, and 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 how much you go after it. And again, this is where I think this will apply for everyone here listening. Um, so David asked a question that's like the million dollar question: is you know, should I chase my dream job at all costs, do what's passionate for me all the time? Um, at the expense of some other things, like maybe working in a role that's not exactly what I want to do, or maybe working for a company that's not exactly where I want to be, but it's giving me exactly what I want to do. Um, You know, and, and a lot of this, what this goes back to really is your goals. And, and and you know, David defined pretty well um, what he wants to do. You know, he considered a dream, he considers a dream company to be, or a dream job to be a job that what he's doing that he loves to do. Um, in a company where he loves to do it, loves to work there in, in the right industry. And, you know, David, what what you have to think about when you get into this situation is, you know, if you want to have a dream job, you should have your goals clear and you should have a plan for achieving them. And, you know, you're off to a great start because you understand what a dream career is for you. And you've taken steps already. You've got into a, a company that is a top of the line company that you love to work for. All right, it's in the right industry. So now your third thing is the specific role that you're in, um, and so so if I was in your position, what I would do is I would say to myself, "Listen, I've got two out of three going for me right now. Right? What are the chances that I'm going to be able to get the third one in this company? Okay. Okay. Is it going to take me? Listen, it could take me six months. It could take me a year. Uh, could take two months. I don't know. Um, however, I think I think from your perspective right now you have the one that could be hard to get done, which is working for a great company that you love to work for. You love to go to work every day. Right. And they have the capability of giving you that ideal job that you want. They have it there. You just haven't gotten the job there yet. Correct. So if I'm in your shoes, I'm doing everything I can to try to get the position in this company. right? And I I think obviously you're going to be doing that Yeah. now let's just go down the road of the saying that that doesn't happen for whatever reason. All right. Now you have a, a bigger decision to make. And that is, do I leave this great company that I love to take a job that I, that I, you know, to take a more, a job that's more specific to what I consider my dream job. Um, of course, at the expense of then of, of losing alignment with the other thing, which is the company. Right. And it's a, it's a hard question to answer from, from the, what I always recommend to people is, you got to do what you're passionate about in your engineering career. You got to do what you love or else, you know, you're not, it's not going to be fulfilling as fulfilling for you. Um, as it will be. Right. So, right. So let's just say it didn't work out at this company. You didn't get the mechanical job and you stayed in a production role, David, from my estimation and from my working with a lot of engineers. Yeah. At some point in the future, you're going to hit a wall with that position and you're going to say, you know what, as much as I love this company, um, I just, I just don't feel This is just, you know, this just doesn't feel right to me because this is not what I consider my dream job. This is not what I really want to pursue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So, so kind of, you know, my advice for you is you have to whatever you hold in the highest regard. And in your case, it's this mechanical technical role, because that's going to make me the best in my career and let me achieve my goals. That's what you have to go after 150%. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, you know, and that's something that is is not easy to do, right? You know, and especially in your position, especially in the economy today, a lot of people with a job will just be happy to stay in it. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because it's a paycheck and it's comfortable and it's stable. All right. And that's why I selected you to come on the show because you you specifically identified it as you know my dream job, and in my opinion, every engineer should be shooting for their dream job if not already working it for their whole career i mean really what's the point of having a career right if you can't do that right right so so i commend you for um for for keeping that mindset from day one in your career and and doing that and and there's one other question too that you had here on your application that i wanted to kind of tackle here and you said, is being a hard, relentless worker a substitute for technical experience when trying to compete with entry-level engineers who have been on competitive project teams their entire college careers? So so this brings us to another issue that I think is a good one to discuss here. And that is when you're trying to get that dream job and you don't have the credentials to get it, um, what can you do to get it, Right. Right. That's that's an important question because those of you out there are probably listening and saying, yeah, well, you know, it's not that easy to just get your dream job whenever you want it. And that's true to some degree. But what I believe, and this is something that we work on a lot again at the Institute, is you need to build your skills, your reputation, and to be able to get that dream job, to be able to attract any opportunity that you want in your career because you're set up for it. So, for example, if you go to a company that has a mechanical production role and you don't have one, you might be able to say something like like we talked about before. Of course, you could bring in your other skill sets that you've learned, but you could also say things like, you know, I headed up the XYZ team at my school. Um, I'm, I'm a chair of the local ASME chapter for students. Right. Um, I, I speak on a regular basis. I belong to a Toastmasters chapter and I do public speaking regularly. Right. So all of a sudden the tech, the, the idea that you haven't had that technical experience, they can say, all right, well, let's think about this. This kid, David, he's a young guy. He's 22 years old. He's got a dual degree and he hasn't exactly had this experience yet, but he's got so many other things going for him that we can obviously teach him this, but we want all the other stuff that comes along with it. Okay. You understand where I'm going with that? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. So, so what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to be able to land that dream job because you have prepared for it. Okay. All right. So what I want you to do, David, is I want you to definitely try to get this job in the company you're with by doing the things we talked about, which is accentuating the skills that will be used in that department. But also what I want you to do on top of that is I want you to step back for a second and say, listen, if my goal in my engineering career is to have a dream job all the time, my dream job, then I want you to look at your skill sets, look at your repertoire, so to speak, of all your skills, and enhance it. And say, listen, if this is what I want to do, what's going to make me better at that, or what's going to give me an edge in that industry over other engineers that have the same goal? Okay. All right. It's it's about thinking outside the box. All right, how do you feel about that, David? I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I think that um I think that
1: I have um you know I have a lot of past experiences that would definitely play well for me in a more mechanical
0: role. Okay, good. All right, David, do you have any other questions for me while we're, we're finishing up our, our call here? No, I don't. I think you pretty
1: much got everything.
0: All right, great. So so again, I want just to just to recap, you know, the part about the dream job, which keeps coming out for me is those of you out there, you listen to me and David talk a little bit here today. If you're an engineer, there's a dream job for you somewhere. and In order to find it, you've got to be real clear on what it is, right? And then you've got to put together a plan to go out and achieve it. And there may be times in your career where you're going to have to sacrifice and work a job that's not perfect. But as long as while you're doing that, you're doing other things to enhance your repertoire, your resume, your experience, so that when that dream job does become available, it just falls into your lap, all right? And that's really what I want, David, and I want everybody to take out of the podcast here today. Um, on this topic of your dream job and chasing your dream job. All right, so once again, thanks, David. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this coaching session. I hope that this is going to really help you to find your engineering dream job.
1: Thank you very much, Anthony. Appreciate it.
0: Career Changing Tip. All right, now it's time for our career changing tip. In this case, I think it'll be career and life changing for you. The tip I want to give you today is, everyone out there, ask yourself The question, where do I want to be in my career or my life in two years, five years, 10 years, whatever's a comfortable time range for you. All right, I want you to ask yourself that question. Think about it for a minute. Now I want you to ask the important question. You ready for this? Why do I want to be there? Ask yourself the question, why? You want to be a partner in an engineering firm? Why? You want to work on a construction site? Why? You want to be a mechanical engineer? Why? Why? You want to work in California, why? When you ask yourself why, you get to the bottom and the meaning of what you really want to do. That's your real goal, right? So if someone said to me, I want to be a partner in an engineering firm, and I say to them, why? And they say, well, I like to lead people. I want to lead engineering groups. I want to lead projects. And that'll give me the opportunity to do that. I want to be able to support my family. And I think that that'll also give me the opportunity to do that. So the bottom line is, is you want to be a leader and you want to support your family. You don't have to be a partner in an engineering firm. You've chosen that vehicle to get you there, right? And that's important to understand because once you're in alignment with your goal, you'll realize there are are a lot of different opportunities out there for you to achieve it. But unfortunately, people get something locked into their head about something that they think they have to do. Um, They have to follow a certain procedure in their career. They have to follow a textbook. They have to follow a guideline. Well, well, that's just not true. You have to do what you want to do and understand why you want to do it. That's where passion comes from. That's where being aligned, like I like to say, is being aligned with yourself. That's where it comes from. I I liked engineering, but I love what I do now, helping engineers. And as soon as I started doing this, I knew that I was going to do this for a long time. It just feels perfect. It feels like you're in the zone. Those of you that might have heard that, um, when a basketball player can just shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, make it, make it, make it, because he or she is just in the zone. That's how it feels when you find your passion. So those of you out there looking for your passion, never give up. You may even consider coming on the show. Visit engineeringcareercoach.com and you can contact us through the website. We'll try to get you on the show. You can also Get the session notes from today's show at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash session two, we'll list all the notes and any resources that we reference, because I know many of you listen while commuting. But remember, as Steve Jobs said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. We'll see you next week on the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast with Anthony Fasano. Transforming engineering career development, one engineer at a time. For tons of free engineering career resources, visit www.engineeringcareercoach.com.